0: Hola, bonjour, hello. Let me ask you a question. Do you think it's possible to have a word language class where instead of teaching the language, the rules, and the vocab, you and your students use the language to enjoy learning about each other and the world? I hope your answer is a big yes, because that's exactly what you will discover inside Growing With Proficiency, the podcast. My name is Claudia Elliott, a Spanish teacher born and raised in Colombia, who is as passionate as you are to support our learners to grow in their proficiency and cultural competence. My goal is that in this podcast, you find clarity, strategies, ideas, and inspiration that you can bring into your classroom the next day. Are you ready? Get comfortable while I grab my cafecito colombiano and let's start this conversation now. Hola, bonjour, hello. Welcome to a new episode of Growing With Proficiency, the podcast. Today, I'm so excited to talk to you about one of my favorite activities, calendar talk. And I think this is the perfect episode because last episode, we talked about structured interpersonal activities with Bethany Drew. By the way, if you haven't listened to that episode, as soon as you finish that, go back to episode 22 and listen to that one. Okay, so this one is also about interpersonal, but this activity is way more organic than the structured activities that Bethany shared with us. So, Let's see what we're going to be talking about today. Today, we're going to talk a little bit about what is Calendar Talk, how we can set up Calendar Talk for success, what topics we can incorporate in Calendar Talk, and one of the benefits or the many benefits that Calendar Talk has. So let's start now. I hope that you have your coffee, your water, or if you're walking or in your car, I want you to be ready to dive into this conversation. Okay, so let's start with calendar talk. What is calendar talk? Calendar talk is a really informal conversation that you are going to have with your student about the day. I know, it's as simple as that. Just imagine that you're in a coffee and you meet a person that you kind of know and you are going to talk a little bit about what's going on that day. Now, when I say it like that, you may be wondering, okay, so how is that going to look like? I learned about calendar talk I think like six years ago and I kind of knew the general idea of calendar talk, but I never saw it until I saw a YouTube video of Tina Hargenden doing calendar talk and then everything clicked for me. So what we do in calendar talk is that we talk about the day, like what is the day today? Uh, Do you like Mondays? Do you like Tuesdays? What is the weather today? Uh, And just you know, how many days we have in this month, what is the month, and that type of conversation. However, when I start doing calendar talk on a regular basis, I start thinking about, oh my gosh, what else we can talk about today? And we start talking about birthdays, we're talking about school, we're talking about curriculum activities, and we start adding and adding and making that little activity richer and richer and richer. Now, that is calendar talk. And why I love it is because it has so many benefits. The first benefit is that it can be a perfect routine. It's something that you can add to your lessons on like a weekly basis. For me, I do it every single day because I see my students every other day. My classes are 90 minutes. So doing calendar talk makes all the sense because it takes like five or between five to 10 minutes from my class to to have these very relaxed conversations with my students. That is a great benefit. The second benefit is really allow us to have this space to build on our communicative skills, to have these conversations where we really don't have a concern about a grade or an assessment because they are not for a grade. It's just a conversation. Also, it builds a great culture and community in the class Because we're talking about birthdays. We're talking about what tests we have. We're talking about if we have homework or not. We're talking about what we do after school. What extracurriculum activities are we participating on? And then we have the chance to say, good luck to you because you have a game today. Or yes, you can because you have a very hard test the next class. So all that can be inside Calendar Talk. I also love this that is very comprehensible to all the students and it becomes better if you do it on a regular basis because it's very easy to understand the flow and the expectations and the students are going to be very comfortable the more you do it and you're going to be using the same language over and over and over. So, it is incredible. Now, let's talk about How to set up your calendar talk. So the first one, and I'm going to repeat it because I think it's very important. I think the success of calendar talk is that it's part of your routine. I think that is something that we need to do either on a weekly basis or twice per week. I don't think calendar talk is the activity that is going to be as rich and as successful if you do it like every two months. Why? Because it's going to feel like not very natural for your students and not very authentic for your students. And they're going to say like, every two months we're talking about birthdays. Like really, like half of the class, maybe or a few students in the class never got the chance to talk about their birthdays or it's not like a regular conversation. So it's like talking to your friend every six months. It's like you lose kind of that flow. When we do calendar talk on a regular basis, you have that flow. You start like building that sense of calm and sense of comfort and confidence in the routine. So that is my first tip. It's like, let's try to make it in as part of your routine. The second one is having scaffolds in place to support your students' participation. When I do calendar talk, I have some slides already prepared with the type of questions that I always ask. Now, do I ask questions that are not on my slides? Yes, I do, but that's kind of like my basic. And when my students don't have the linguistic skills, they're going to be like really holding on those slides because that is going to allow them to have some type of participation. So what type of questions we have? What is the day today? What is the weather like? Do you have a birthday? Do you have tests today? Do you have a homework? Do you have a practice or do you have a game? do you have plans for this week? What's going on in the life of the students this week or or today? And then I have some rejoinders. So the rejoinders are expressions that my students can use to help them participate in the class. And we have, of course, imagine those, good luck, right? Like every time that my students have a test, we have good luck or we have a birthday, we have congratulations or we have a really difficult test, we say you can do this. Es pan comido, it's a piece of cake. And I try to add different expressions that we can use. So not only I'm introducing a ton of idiomatic expressions in my classes, but they I'm giving that language to my students so they can use it and they feel super empowered. So having those scaffolds in place are great. Now, I have, if you know me, if you follow me, I develop every month, I have a calendar talk for the month, because in addition to the day, I talk about events and days for the week, and I like to have authentic resources, so I can click on it and talk about that specific day if I think it's relevant for my students. So... Those are in my TPT store. If you are interested, you can show, uh, look in my show notes and find the link, or you can go to TPT and type growing with proficiency, Claudia Elliott, and you're going to find me. But you also can make your own. Or at the beginning, and I started doing my slides when uh, we had COVID because I didn't have my students with me. But what I had in the past was like a piece of paper, and I just like draw the, the calendar for the month. And I had some questions greeted on my board and that's how we do it. And it was successful too. So don't let the slides or the scaffolds kind of like prevent you from doing the activity. If you have, described the questions. Maybe you can start small and describe three questions and two or three idiomatic expressions that the students can use. And go for it. It's really, really great to build that community. The next one is is never for a grade. I have some conversations with some uh, Spanish teachers and they say, you know, I have tried calendar talk for a month and then I go to the next month and I try to quiz them on the days of the week and they don't know it yet. And they feel super frustrated. And i like, calendar talk shouldn't be for a grade. I think it loses its kind of like the authenticity of the conversation. And and then you will notice that what happened is that we need much more repetition for our students to really own that language. And the main goal is to get this sense of comfort and confidence in the language and excitement to use the language and this opportunity to get to know the other students. And of course, we're using the language. And of course, we're making it comprehensible. And of course, we all hope that our students are acquiring the language. But assessing the calendar talk, it kind of like takes away all those benefits. So my suggestion is, don't do it for a grade. The next one is I, we really need to pay attention to the energy of the class. Sometimes my calendar talk can last for 15 minutes. Sometimes my calendar talk lasts for three minutes and that is okay. Think about a little bit about our own relationships or our own uh, encounters with people. Sometimes you are in the parking lot, you find a colleague and you are going to drink in your coffee and be able to talk for seven minutes or for eight. And sometimes you're in a hurry, you have something in mind or something, and then it's going to be 30 seconds. It doesn't mean anything about the activity or about you or about your student. Sometimes it's just not the right day. And because it's a very organic conversation, we need to allow to be authentic And that authenticity means that sometimes it's two minutes and that is okay. So be very aware of the energy of the class. The next one is we need to bring our A game to calendar talk, especially at the beginning, because it's weird. I mean, (laughs) they don't have, especially if you're in high school, you don't have those type of activities. If your students are new to your class or new to your program, It is highly probable that the first time that they have had calendar talk is with you. And they're going to be looking at you like, what is this? Are we really talking about if I have a test today or not in my class? So we have to sell it. We need to be excited about it. And I think that's something that I learned at the beginning because I had my doubts too. I mean... What? Who, who wouldn't right so I came to my class and it's like you know this is gonna be amazing and I practiced a little bit in front of my mirror yes I did and then I went there and I was excited like okay so let's do so what is the day today today is Monday or Tuesday and then my students were looking at me and I'm like okay it's Monday I'm like yes and who likes Mondays and nobody Raise their hands and I say, Of course. And do you like Monday or Tuesday? And they start saying, Oh, Tuesday. Yeah, because boom, Monday. And they start saying boom Monday. And then, like a little bit at a time, they were kind of like, Okay, this is kind of different, but it's okay. So we need to bring our A game, especially at the beginning. Now you're gonna see that when you keep doing calendar talk for a while it's going to get to the point that your students are going to be the ones leading most of the calendar talk which is a great benefit okay the next one is it is important that we make sure that everybody is engaged and the way to do it is to recognize different ways that where students can participate So we have the words, right? Like we have the rejoinders, we give them the vocab, but sometimes just raising their hands is good. So sometimes I say, who has a test today? And I raise my hand, indicating my students, if you have a test today, raise your hand. Who has homework? In my class, in my school, everybody has homework. So everybody raises their hand and say like, oh, todos tienen tarea, everybody has homework, que triste, how sad, and I'm pointing to my sign that says que triste, and just by making sure that I'm allowing for a different way to be engaged with the activity, and not only by using the language, is huge, because it makes all those students who are not ready, or who may be not, not the type of personality that are going to raise their hand and share, but maybe just them, l- letting them put a thumbs up, thumbs down, raise their hand. All those kind of like body language responses are also great. Okay, so those were how to set up. So remember, we need to make it part of our routine. We need to have the scalp faults, Make sure that it's not for a grade. We need to keep in mind the length of our the time of the calendar talk based on the energy that our students have. We need to bring our A game, especially at the beginning, and we need to provide different ways for our students to engage with the activity. Okay, now what are the topics? You may say, okay, Claudia, but after, you know, a month, talking about the weather, if it's today, Monday or Tuesday, if you prefer Thursday or Friday, it's going to get all pretty soon. Yes and not. Because everything changes week by week. So every week there is something new. Like we have new events, we have new birthdays, we have new tests. So it just depends how we like, kind of like, ah oh my gosh, I just totally got blank. It depends on how we bring the activity to our students. In addition to the day, the test, the school related topics, I also like to talk about what is happening in our community, in the Spanish-speaking world those days. And that is huge because that is a way where I talk about culture on a regular basis in my class. So even though we're not talking about Fallas de Valencia, even though we're not talking about, let's say, El Dia de Reyes, Even though we don't have a lesson for that, I will mention it and I will take a second to click on my resource for that day, open up an infographic and in three or four minutes do a picture talk talking about that game and then something great happened. You are going to see if your students are excited or not to talk about that and then your plans may have changed at that specific topic and I'm going to give you two examples. Last week, it was in February, we have a day that it was el día de los actos de bondad al azar. And I think the translation in English is something like the random acts of kindness day. And that day I talked to my students about it. And then I asked my students, "Ah, did you do uh, acts of kindness? And then they were saying yes or not. And then they start asking more questions like, oh, what about you, Senora Elliot? And I say, like, oh, I think I do. I help my my children and I help my mom and you know, blah, blah, blah. And they start talking about it. And then suddenly I felt like, oh, what about a challenge class? And they say, what type of challenge? And I say, you are going to do an act of kindness this weekend and you're going to report to me on Monday. And then they say like, So, for example, and then we start writing on the board different examples of acts of kindness in Spanish, like (laughs) ayudar a tu abuelita, ayudar a la señora en la tienda, colaborar con un estudiante, compartir tu comida en el almuerzo, share your food in the lunch, help your grandmother, help a lady, collaborate with a student. And then we start writing some ideas, and that was it. Now, I forgot. I went to my weekend and I came back. And the next class that I had with that specific class, one student raised her hand and said, Senora, what about our actos de bondad? Acts of kindness. And I'm like, Oh my gosh, I forgot. And everybody was, ra- no, everybody, <laughs> but half of the class was raising their hands to share with the class our acts of kindness and then we start grinding on the board and everybody was like "Oh, oh how great how amazing and we start like really I don't know celebrating how as a class we were that kind isn't that amazing so just because it was that day it led to that type of conversation. Now, I want you to feel the energy of the class, right? Like the culture, the community, like everybody clapping to each other, like, good job. And I say at the end, it's like, good job, class. Buen trabajo, clase. And we clap to ourselves because we were so kind that weekend and we did it with intention. So that was one example. The second example was even better. So last week, that was like the last week, no, the week before Uh, february the third week of february it was el dia de la lengua materna so i think the translation is mother tongue day i think so okay so my calendar that day was what language do you speak at home what is your mother tongue and we start asking and my students start sharing and i was super impressed because i knew but I didn't know, right? Like you, I knew that the, I had some students from the Philippines. I knew that I had a student for Estonia. I knew that I had a student from Serbia, but I just didn't like kind of like grasp the diversity of my own class. And then I said like, oh, what language do you speak? And then they start saying, oh, I don't speak that language, but my grandmother does. And I say, oh, so what about if next class you all bring a word to teach to the class. And they were super excited. So guess what happened? The following class, we have teachers of all these languages and they were teaching us different words from the class. And I asked them to create like a, a, a just a little page with the word in their language and then what it means in English and what it means in Spanish. And... They did. I mean, some of them didn't have the paper, but they wrote it on the board. And you have to see the proud, like the pride of the students showing their language. And we all clap. And it was like this amazing moment in the class. And that started in calendar talk. And also, when we talk about this, we get to know each other so much more. We create this connection. It's just you feel the energy. It's because we spend so much time building that, right? Like relationships take time and takes intention and they take work, but it's kind of like a good type of work. And we can do all that mostly in the target language. So it's like a really win-win situation. Those are just two examples. So those are topics that we can bring to our classes. Now, one of the biggest things about Calendar Talk is the amount of language that we can use that is really part of our routine. And then when we look at our curriculum, you can say, oh, I already covered that. I My, my students already saw that word not one time, not two times, but several times. Oop, the season's gone. The weather expressions, done. The months of the year, done. The uh, classes, the subjects that we have at school, done. Uh, difficult, hard, like all the adjectives to describe a class or a test, done. All the sports, done. All the expressions related to sport, like win or tide or lose, uh, done. So imagine all those words, all that vocab, all those topics that sometimes we feel like How I'm going to talk about this topic is so unrelated. It's so out of context. But they have a great context. And the context is calendar talk. So those are some of the topics that you can talk about it. So that's it that's for calendar talk that's all what calendar talk is it's just this conversation that you can have with your students where you can t- talk about different type of topics where you can celebrate where you can join your students sometimes they're sad sometimes they're excited sometimes they have a ton of tests and you can have this empathy with your students when they tell you i have three tests today I'm like oh my gosh i am so sorry when they're celebrating birthdays and when there's something a special event that is happening so I just hope that this short episode gave you enough information and structures and step-by-steps so you can set up your calendar talk. So let's recap. We talk about what calendar talk is, what are some of the benefits of calendar talk, how you can set up calendar talk for success, and some of the topics that we can incorporate in calendar talk. I really think that this is an activity that it just gives us so much back. And when we put it on a regular basis, it's kind of autopilot. I don't even think about it. It just comes, my students are ready. And now that I'm introducing class jobs, and if you haven't listened to episode 20 with Annabelle and John about classroom jobs, I want you to listen to that because one of the jobs that I decided to incorporate in my class is calendar. So I have El Director del Calendario, Calendar Director, and this is a student who is really strong in Spanish, who is very kind of like intrinsically motivated, and now they're doing calendar talk for me. So I sit down and I get to see one of my incredible students in front leading calendar talk, and it's great because I have my um, slides ready and my students love to see a classmate in front of the class instead of me that's a great change. so I hope that this give you this this episode gave you I don't know inspiration motivations ideas about this great activity and as I as always I would love to hear from you so if you try Calendar Talk or if you are kind of like, okay, I have tried Calendar Talk from Claudia, but it hasn't worked, reach out, send me a DM, send me an email, and I would love to chat with you. Now, if you have enjoyed Growing With Proficiency, the podcast, I really am asking you to leave me a review in an Apple podcast because those reviews really help my podcast be more visible for other world language teachers like you. That's it for today. I just want to say have a great great rest of the week and I will see you in next episode. Bye-bye. Nos vemos. Ciao ciao.